Welcome to the weekly message here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is Positively Fantasizing, recorded on Sunday, April 7th, 2019 at CCU Orlando. And now, guest speaker, Martha Creek. So let's look today at how we want enlightenment. Anybody want enlightenment? Uh Now keep your hand up if you want the challenges that go with it. (laughs) You may as well. You may as well. It's like, who wants change? And Unity people go, oh, yes, we love change. We're change agents. It's like, no, we ain't. (laughs) About some percentage of the time, as long as the change is on my schedule. (laughs) As long as the change is how I imagined it to be. But throw in a little heaping dose of something I hadn't planned After all I've done for God. (laughs) So who wants change? Who's willing to work at it? Amen. Put them up. Put them up. You may as well. That's life. Traffic will flow. Traffic won't. They'll invite me to their parties. They won't. See, as you get more in tune with this, when you don't get the invitation, you don't mind. You'll realize you were spared from it. (laughs) Which is truer if we actually pause to question. If they don't want you at your party, would you actually want to go? Think on this. This is why people won't let me do their marriage vows. <laughs> tell, them, tell them how you do it. Yes, it looks so different, you know, but I'd be all formal with my stole and everything, and I'll say, now, hey, now, party A over here, over here, party B here, party A do you realize party B will be quickly offended, easily provoked, sensitive, slow to recover, (laughs) underhanded, cloaked, vague, intolerant, black and white thinking, all or nothing thinking. They'll be uptight and serious, defensive. They'll blame you for everything. (laughs) Now think on this. And party B, do you understand they'll do the same thing? That everything your family didn't do for you, they'll do it a hundred times over? They won't talk when you want them to. They won't shut up when you want them to. They do not know how to fold a newspaper. They'll leave their shoes in the commonplace. They leave crumbs on the counter. Now think on this. Because then if you can say yes to this, you've stepped into a relationship that is based on reality. Reality. It's not all that popular when you're into the princess bride (laughs) and the fantasy of the princess bride. It says, hey, I'll love you unconditionally. It's like, no, I won't. (laughs) I'll love you when I get what I want from you. And the second I don't get what I want from you, I will withhold love from you. 
And it'll be through attack or blame or the silent treatment. And I'll get quiet to teach you a lesson about love. (laughs) Well, see, I'm a mind reader. Guess how I know yours. So now get a sense if we stop fantasizing. So what's the consequences of the fantasizing? In your life, what's the consequences of the fantasizing? Like they're always going to listen. They'll definitely understand me. They'll definitely respect me and they better. What's the consequences of that fantasy? Disappointment, sadness, shame, guilt, despair, anger, righteousness, indignation, violence. Violence. All born, all born out of not getting these fantasized needs met. Not getting my way. My way, a better way. Very consequential. And then us unity folks put a positive spin on the fantasy. It's all good. Well, tell your face. (laughs) Because it has not caught up. Versus in the realm of spirit, is it all good? Is it all good? And then back here at the ranch, there's some boogers. (laughs) There's boogers and blessings here. And it was me that called it good and bad. That's mine made. Since the beginning of creation, we drew a little line down everything and said it's good and bad, which is AKA it's good when it goes my way and bad when it doesn't. Versus taking that line out and saying, this is life. Life includes it all. If you believe what unity teaches, that it's alpha and omega, not one or the other. Say it again. Both. Both and. So there'll be times of wellness and times of illness. And then the old way is God's in the wellness. Where's God in the illness? Did it take some illness to get us in touch with the God that's true? Anybody here had a trip around that mulberry bush yet? Well, don't worry. You'll get one. (laughs) Who do you know that hasn't had a diagnosis? Find one. Anyone. Anyone that has not had a diagnosis so far. So this illness is another thing that's, that's life. It's not bad. It's not a problem. It's like that's the nature of things. Healing itself. Renewing itself, shedding skin, doing whatever it can do. And then eventually constricting and being born again that we call death. Then death is so awful. That's life. Death is included. We won't get to vote. And nobody makes it out. 
besides through death, makes it through, makes it to the return. So get a sense of that, if that no longer had so much bind on you, like it's included, then everything's included. So then think about the lyrics to the song, how powerful they've been. Spirit is calling me. Spirit is calling me. Come, come. And then it's like somebody will blame you. You caused me to do that. Spirit is calling you through that blaming. Spirit is calling you through that blaming to say, I'm more than this. I'm more than this. So then they'll gossip about you. Us unity types are good at it. Bless her heart. (laughs) Don't tell her I said it. So gossiping. Then you hear, hey, RCA was gossiping about you. And your new approach is, that's life. So instead of, OMG, OMG, it's like, of course she's gossiping about me. (laughs) We take turns. (laughs) It was my turn. He's mad at me. It's like, no, he's just mad, and you inserted you in it. <laughs> Come on now. He's mad. Get a sense of this. I asked a woman just this past week. She said, Martha, I'm so alive in this work. This work is helping me. I'm just transforming like new every day. I'm transforming. And I said, what specifically is it? And she said, power to the period. <laughs> and what she means is just that. He's mad at me, period, or backing that period up to he's mad, period. Now feel the difference. So then who does the mad belong to? The second I insert myself, who just took a dip in the sewage? So who laid my hand on a hot stove? But ain't it tempting? Oh, the allure to be mad. To be mad at him being mad. (laughs) Mad's just wrong, and I'm so mad that they're mad. And mad is wrong. But I'm going to get mad till he ain't mad no more. (laughs) And I'm going to perpetuate this out in the world, and I'm going to stand up and say, let there be peace on earth. This is why they won't let me do the peace song. (laughs) It's, you know, my version is more reality-based. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with her. (laughs) And as soon as she apologizes, I'll consider it. (laughs) And as soon as I get my way with traffic... I'll believe there's a God. (laughs) It says, let there be peace on earth. And in situation to situation to situation and every knucklehead involved, 
every somebody mad, blad, shaming, guilting, not inviting, not including, excluding, whatever. Let there be peace on earth. And let it begin with me. And then to accept that I can't be at peace all the time. Is there any of you that can? I'm so eager to meet you. You're about to, as- <laughs> You're about to ascend. And of course, we want to film it. So. so then you accept. I can accept that I'm not at peace all the time, but it's an aim. It's an aim I have. I go in that direction. So I'm making choices when I can to go in the direction of peace. I'm making choices when I can to go in that direction. And when I can't, then I accept. You know, it caught me. Those old ways got a hook in me. That old, archaic, 2,000-year-old way, that old BS belief system got hooks in me. And I didn't catch it quick enough to make another choice for myself. So in that moment, I didn't have another option. I was under the spell. I was under the BS. And I'm no longer under it. So then I'm going to be a little quicker and a little more practiced and a little more equipped to continue to go toward what interests me. And to continue to measure the consequences of staying in this old way, this mad and uptight and serious and righteous, blaming, shaming, guilting way in the name of peace and love and say, hey, I think I may have suffered just enough (laughs) and that I'm exercising a new choice. And if there's free will... I'm going to be all about that and making a choice. And then I'm going to be part of the people that the world can look back on in history and at this time and say there was a few people that was a circuit breaker for this BS. There was a few people that gathered and that practiced and that believed that heaven on earth is not just a theory that it's a possibility and they work toward it, that they went in that direction and they spiritually practiced and they prayed about it and prayed for it and prayed with it and they celebrated together and they made different choices. And I believe it's us. And I believe if anybody else could do it, they'd be here. So how do we know it's us? Here we are. Here we are. So get a sense of this in your body. Get a sense of this. You know, you've heard me say it, many of you, like, imagine your tombstone is here, your grave. Here lies Martha. She had issues. (laughs) Girl, she could complain. Oh, my goodness. Every time I saw her, something's matter with her. She had dramas. Like, what happens to your spirit when you hear that? What happens to your luminosity dial when you hear that? Versus here lies Martha. Like, she had an aim for peace. Instead of issues, she had ideas. Instead of dramas, she had determination. 
Instead of complaining, she had contributions. So we're writing that today. Whatever that's going to say is being written today. Right here and right now. And in every interaction, that's what's being written. So get a sense then that whatever comes today, before you get your car, see somebody's going to cross you. (laughs) There will not be any gluten-free much over there for you to eat. (laughs) Some of us didn't get the memo that the world is revolving around you. So you might be upset about that. Then somebody won't speak. They won't remember your name. Could be any, any slight And get a sense of saying in response to it, of course, of course, this is life. Life includes this. This is human beings doing what human beings have done since the recording of history. Nothing new under the sun. So get a sense then if you could no longer be offended what that would be like if you could not. I wish you could see your beautiful faces. Like I see, I live for those exhales. If you could no longer be offended, that whatever the perceived slide is, the perceived problem, the perceived trouble, if your response to it was, of course, of course, they don't like me. It's like, of course, (laughs) I don't like me most of the time. (laughs) We have everything in common. They didn't include me. It's like, how many times have you not included you? So if this is resonant with you, this message, then cancel where you think you're supposed to be at one o'clock and stay. Because this workshop is to finish this off. To finish off any false part of ourselves. To step more courageously, more intentionally, and more powerfully into the truth of who we are and into the possibility of a new way of being in the world that is not only more reality-based, less fantasy-driven, but more embodied in spirit is calling me I am more than this. God is more than this. And I'm on a fast track to see how. You in? Look at somebody and tell them, I'm in. I'm in. I'm all about this. I'm going to be about this. Now, this will be the person. If you're with the person you live with, they'll remind you of that this week. So when you get a little bristly, they'll say, hey, God's calling you. Spirit's calling you. When you came in, I gave a little gift for you. It's a little from a card deck called Whispers of Wisdom. And each one of them is a photograph that I've taken throughout the world and put something, a little special message from God. And this is the one I got. Love finds a way. Love finds a way. So see what your message is and see, uh, begin to imagine what it would be like 
to live out that particular message today, this week, and coming up on Easter. Now, regarding Easter, you know, there's in church ministry, we call in the ministry field, we call it, there's the CEOs, church CEOs, Christmas and Easter only. (laughs) Whoever that is in your life, I want you to use your most seductive, charismatic, threatening, willful, shame them, guilt them, bag them, pay them, buy them lunch, do whatever you've got to do to get them over here for this Easter celebration. It's something that's going to um, fulfill your mission for CCU Orlando, which is to transform your life. So do whatever you've got to do to get here that Thursday and Friday and Sunday and then get somebody you care about over here for that.